0: listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Wisdom is something we should pray for. And you know, I've made mention before that Proverbs is one of my favorite books of the Bible. And it's something I declare uh, verses over my children each and every day. I uh, I make them read Proverbs. We go over it in detail. You know, what does this mean? Because obviously, you know, out of the ten and a seven year old mind, there's questions to it. But we're gonna go through and see what Solomon asked for and what does wisdom bring to you, and um and how do we get wisdom? I'm gonna try to go through most most of it, but I encourage you, and you know, I always say challenge because It shouldn't stop here. What you get, what you hear on the broadcast, it shouldn't end here. Now you got to take it into your own devotion time, your own private life, your own time and seek out and say, okay, you know, Carolyn and Ted spoke on this subject. They taught on this. I'm going to take it a step further. What else can I find out the Bible says on this? What else can I do? So what I'm giving you is not everything on wisdom, uh, but it's a starting point for you to take it and do research yourself because um, the the light that the Bible talks about in many verses is the revelation of the word. Like I said yesterday, we got to get our flashlight and we've got to shine it on the word of God and see everything else is dark and focus on the thing that the light is on and let it bring entrance into our spirit so we can get a hold of it. All right, so starting with Proverbs two six, some stuff I... I typed out this morning, but other stuff I'm going to look up here. But it says, okay, so during this fast, one of the things, you know, we prayed uh, on Monday. uh, We talked about how to to pray when you fast. We're going to do Thanksgiving and praise and then be specific. And so during this fast, we're going to be also praying for wisdom and then pass this fast. You know, a lot of people think, oh, on the 21 days ends, I'm off the hook for doing anything (laughs) for the Lord. But listen... Think of this as the launching pad. You're on that catapult. It's stretched back. It's like going back, going back, going back. And then this at the end of the, you know, during the fast and at the end, it's launching you into the things for 2021 that God has for you. This is your time to listen. This is your time to seek his face, to find out the will that he has for you. And then, oops, I think I just pulled my cord. And then at the end of this fast, I I picture it like those wooden things that come back and then it's just throwing you into 2021. That's how I picture it because, you know, we talked a lot at the end of last year and Ted was saying, listen, it's a time to run. We're, you know, he didn't mean to rhyme it, but uh, it running in 2021. And so that's how I picture it. I picture this time as the, you know, the pullback. It's pulling back, it's pulling back, it's pulling back, or like a slingshot. It's pulling you back right here during your time of prayer and fasting. What does God want from me? What do I need more of? What do I need in my life? What can I do for other people? How can I be a greater Christian? You know, the job that, where do I need to move? Where do I need to go to school? Right now is your time as this is being pulled back as a launching. So when the fast is over, you got the answers. You're running with the answers. All right, so during this fast, we're going to be praying for wisdom. And godly wisdom is only for the believers. So, you know, what, we're, what, what I've been talking about is for the children of God. Children of God. All right, Proverbs 2.6. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And if you go over with me to Proverbs 8.9, it, so, it really was so hard this morning to almost collect my thoughts on this. Because wisdom is so grand in my mind. It's so like, it's such a big deal and it's so big and bold. I mean, it says in Proverbs, it was there before the beginning of time. And then also it says in Revelation 5.12 that the angels are saying, you know, that the Lamb of God, this is what he died for and for us. It's a confession that actually Miracle Word Kids uh, confess, and my kids literally say it every night. And if there's any night that, like, I finished praying with Teddy and I just either didn't get to it yet or didn't say it or, you know, anything, like, you know, you do get tired and you're just like, okay, maybe he's good with a prayer. Teddy always pi- pipes up and says, we didn't do our confession. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Ted, this is good. You're keeping me, little Teddy T3, you're keeping me in the right mode, in that confession mode. If my flesh feels tired and I'm putting you to bed and I've read and I've prayed and I've sung songs, T3 speaks up and says, we didn't do our confession. So we do our confession and then he goes to bed in peace. But it is important. And so in Proverbs 8, 9, like I said, it was so hard to do this, it, it shows you that it's easily available. Wisdom is easily available. You know, when I looked up, uh, it was funny because Tiffany and I were looking up moron at the beginning of this broadcast, and the definition was so perfect and simple. If you Google moron, it literally has three words under it, a stupid person. A stupid person and it says they give you know in the definition they always give like an example sentence with the word used in it so you can you know like it's like okay if you actually need a sentence for an example of this word in general but hey that's that's what the dictionary is for right um, we can't let this is the sentence they use in the dictionary we can't let these thoughtless Morons get away with mindless vandalism every weekend. Those two words stuck out so big to me when I was reading that uh, example sentence. Thoughtless and mindless. Those are the two opposite of things that we're supposed to be as a Christian. Thoughtless and mindless. If the Bible says we put on the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ is not thoughtless or mindless or a moron. So that is why it's important. Each and every day in our prayer time, whether it be before bed, whether it be during our devotion, prayer time. Even if, like I said, driving down, down the street, ask the Lord, Lord, deposit wisdom. Deposit wisdom in me. Let me use this wisdom that you've given to me to implement the God ideas that you have for me. Because I'm going to show you what comes with wisdom. It's not just being smart. There's way There's way more Uh, To it than, than just having knowledge and and feeling smart about it There's so many things that follow wisdom when you have it, but in Proverbs 8 9 It says my words are plain to anyone with understanding Clear to those who want to learn so he hasn't made wisdom a hard thing to get It's readily available, you know so so many times throughout the Bible, there's verses. Ask, keep asking. Knock, keep knocking. Ask and I'll generously give. I mean, there's so much asking. That's what he wants us to do. Ask with faith, ask with expectancy, ask. He wants us to ask because he's ready to give. He already has everything. He doesn't have to conjure up anything. He's stirring in his conjuring pot to be like, oh, well, let me think how to do that. A little bit of this. Let me sprinkle a little bit of this. No. No. He has everything readily available to us if we ask. And it says in in Proverbs 8, 9 that it's plain and clear to those who want to learn. We should have a burning desire inside of us to constantly be in a state of learning. Constantly be in a state of learning. I mean, I'm not gonna go through it. Proverbs talks all about lazy people. And so, (laughs) what they won't get and what will happen to them. And so, a constant state of learning. Everybody can do something. Everybody can do something. The Lord has deposited uh, gifts and talents inside of them. It's time to ask the Lord and say, Lord, give me this supernatural wisdom So I can implement your plans on the earth. Because time is running out. Time is running out. As you can tell all around us, time is running out. All right. So he wants you to participate in this relationship too. He's ready to give you all that you ask for. Um, Wisdom, I wrote down, is one of the greatest qualities that we can possess. Wisdom will drive you. Wisdom will drive you to do more, you know what I mean? When you get a taste of something, you want more of it. Wisdom will drive you. You can be somebody that has multiple avenues of income coming into your, uh, your bank account, multiple. You are not created to just do one thing. You're created to do multiple things. Everything that's attached to the kingdom of God is about multiplication. And I believe you can have multiple uh, avenues of income and riches and wealth come to you by wisdom. It's, it, it says it in the word of God, which I will get to. So we're going to learn about what's wisdom and how we become wise. Um, I'm going to go to First Kings 3. I'll we'll start there. Some stuff I write down and I kind of bounce around. So give me a second while I'm thinking about where I want to go. All right. A lot of people know the story of Solomon. I'll start with five. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream and God said, what do you want? Ask. Oh, my gosh. There's the word again. Ask. Ask. <laughs> So he is readily available. He's made it clear, it says in Proverbs. He's made it plain. He's made it simple. Ask me, and I'm ready. So that asking goes back to how we should pray during this fast on Monday when I talk about being specific. Be specific. If he just said, good morning, Eric. That's right, Roger. I love you, evangelist. Jana, I love you so much. Thanks for watching. And then whoever wrote, I'm not a moron. I hope you're not. No, I'm just kidding. You're not a moron. (laughs) Everybody write that in the comments. No. Um, And so ask. He says, ask. And he wants us to be specific. Solomon could have said, oh, Lord, you know, whatever you feel like. (laughs) You know, the Lord just knows how much I can take. The Lord just knows. The Lord wouldn't give me anything, you know, more than I can take. Listen, be specific in what you're asking for the Lord. Solomon did, and look what it did for Solomon. Solomon replied, You were wonderfully kind to my father David because he was honest and true and faithful to you. I mean, we know the story of David. Loved, loved God. Said David was a man after God's own heart. Loved God. Um, And you have continued this great kindness to him today by giving him a son to succeed him. O Lord God, now you have made me king instead of my father David. But I'm like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And here I'm among your own chosen people, a nation so great they're too numerous to count. So this is what he asks for. You know, this is what people do. It's it's almost like, look at it as like Solomon won like a lottery ticket or something like that. Or a genie in a bottle. There we go. We get three wishes with a genie in a bottle, right? Hold on. Drinking. So he could have said, Lord... um, Make me the richest you know, richest person or whatever. Well, do riches eventually, uh, riches can eventually be spent. M- money can go away. It can, it's fleeting. It comes, it goes, it, it can go away. There's people that win the lottery and they're like $5 million and they can't handle it and literally spend $5 million in like a week and then that's like the end of their riches. They got to enjoy it for a moment. They got it for a little bit. And that's it. So Solomon had a perfect answer for the Lord. Oh, Lord, my God. Oh, sorry. I'm going to give me an understanding mind. Because, you know, with an understanding mind, things can leave you a wise person. Actually, Ted wrote a good sentence in here. Let me get to it real quick. Because I want to make sure I say it right. Ted wrote... And my eighty seven here we go now if I can find it right though he would be so upset if I highlighted in his book one thing you don't know about Ted he's extremely picky about his books. He's probably going to be like, "Why did you bend my book when I got when he gets back because I've been like this to try to keep it open while I read it? yeah, that's Ted for you. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know where it is, but it's in the book. But he said, everything can be stripped away from a wise person. But at the end of the day, their wisdom will bring it all back and better. They're hungry. They're going after it. So wisdom is the key to the package where everything else will follow. So Solomon says, Give me understanding mind, so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great nation of yours? The Lord was pleased with Solomon's reply and was glad that he asked for wisdom. The Lord knew all about wisdom. Like I said, it talks about it being there from the moment of creation. So he was extremely pleased and excited that somebody took the time to be specific and said to him, Lord, this is what I need and want in order to rule how you want me to rule. And it says, The Lord was pleased with Solomon's reply and was glad that he had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people and have not asked for a long life or riches for yourself or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding mind such as no one else has ever had or ever will have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for. And I'm going to bring you over to Proverbs in a minute. Riches and honor. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And, and if you follow me, and, well, everyone loves to like shorten scriptures and they forget the ands. And obey my commands as your father David did. I will give you a long life. So let's run, let, let's head back over to Proverbs real quick. I'll probably be there most of the day. In Proverbs 8, wisdom is speaking. I love all who love me. Those who search for me, this is uh, Proverbs 8 17, will surely find me. Unending riches, honor, wealth, and justice are mine to distribute. My gifts are better than the purest gold. My wages better than sterling silver. Uh, I walk in righteousness and paths of justice. Those who love me, those who love wisdom, that's the me, those who love wisdom, who hunger for it, who want it, who ask for it, will inherit wealth. For I fill their treasuries. Okay, look at that word treasuries, plural. Changed it to IES. You take away the Y. <laughs> the teacher and me. Treasuries. More. It's more than one. More than one treasury. The Lord formed me from the beginning. There you are. I talked about it from creation before He created anything else. So wisdom has been there from the beginning of time and it will be there till the end of time. It's spoken about in Revelation 5:12 beginning of time, end of time. So with wisdom, all these other things follow. With wisdom, all these other things follow. So that, you know, everyone wants to pray for finances and they wanna pray for this and they wanna pray for long life and they, they wanna just pray for health. And you know, they really, it's good to pray specifically for those individual things, but they forget, listen, let me become wise, Lord. Let me become wise, uh, like Solomon asked. I'm asking you for your supernatural wisdom. Everything else follows wisdom, health, peace, safety. I was reading that this morning. Safety. Um, you won't have any fear with wisdom. And it, it, you trust the Lord with wisdom. It's a complete trust in what the Lord has for you. And that's all in Proverbs 3. I love Proverbs 3. It, it was so hard to really pick out everything. I'm telling you right now that it was really hard to go through Proverbs and and pick out these certain things because I love Proverbs so much. And... It, it, it's just such, I mean, like I said, you just have to read a chapter a day, honestly, and get it into your spirit, ma'am. Uh, and so that's something that we should, should be asking for daily during this prayer and fasting like never before. But, you know, it's one thing I always said to my kids uh, when they were born, and I still prayed over them whether they're with me or not, but the one thing they can honestly tell you that mom says in her prayer when it's at nighttime, I always say, give them wisdom beyond their years. Because wisdom beyond their years, they don't have to mess up. They don't have to make bad decisions. They don't have to go through heartache and uh, destruction and calamity. They don't have to go through all that with wisdom, they're going to make wise decisions. They're going to be smart in their school. I mean, it's already evident in the the girls that I have in school. Teddy's not in school yet, but Maddie is ten in sixth grade, and like honor classes, she's ten in sixth grade. Okay, I mean, in Brooklyn, she just turned seven, but she's wrapping up, getting ready to start her second semester of second grade. So she's on the early side. And the wisdom that has come upon them. Wisdom in the things they say with revelation of the word of God. Stuff that clicks in their spirit like never before. Because it's a confession and something that you have to ask the Lord. He said it's plain, it's simple, it's clear. Ask me and I'll give it to you. So, a couple, uh, actually, what do I have? Oh, I have seven. Okay, we'll we'll try to get to seven. Uh, How do we get wisdom? One of the first things... I'm going to go over is how do we get wisdom? Number one, we ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Turn with me. I guess I didn't write this one down. 1 Corinthians uh, 2.10 and James 1.5. Hey, Brittany, Elizabeth. I love you guys. Marcy. uh, Let's see. 1 Corinthians 2.10. And then go to James 1.5. I just completely got out of it. But we know these things because God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And his spirit searches out everything and shows us even God's deep secrets. So that, you know, having wisdom ties in with being uh, spirit-led. And so in James 1.5, if you need wisdom... If you need wisdom, <laughs> here we go again, guys. If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, I feel like so many people quote this scripture and it's like, because he, the Bible is so plain. I think people make it harder in not understanding what it is. The Bible, to me, as I've gotten older and really read and sought out revelation of it, is so plain. It's so, like, black and white to me. It's just, like, people twist things. Let's read it for what it's worth. First James 1.5. If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him. There we go again. Ask him. And he will gladly tell you. He will not rescind your asking. He won't reject it. He won't send it back. He won't say, sorry, not this time I'm busy. I'm helping so-and-so. Sorry, I don't have that in my reservoir. No, sorry. Um, You know what? The first 10 people that asked me today, I gave out all my wisdom. So maybe you can try again tomorrow. He's not like that. He's not like the world. He's not like that. He's not going to push you away. He's not going to say no. He just wants you to go after it and ask him. It's as clear as day. If you need wisdom, because people say, well, how do I get wisdom? James 1, 5. Ask. Ask. And he will tell you what he wants you to do. So how do we get wisdom? We ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. We ask God directly to him. Be specific what you want. Number two Diligently studying God's word and applying it. I'm going to go back to Proverbs. Oh, I did not. Man, I thought I wrote more out than I did. <laughs> i have to keep going through. Apparently, I did not. So, diligently studying God's word and applying it. Proverbs 19, 20. Get all the advice and instruction you can and be wise the rest of your life. Get all the advice and instruction. Where can we get all of the advice and the instruction? Pick me, pick me. Right here. Where can we get all of advice and instruction for our life? Everybody wants to literally go outside of the Word of God. We wanna go to counselors, we want to go to um, mentors. Hey, they're, they're given the wisdom of God to help you out, but you need to go to the Word of God and get your advice and instruction. This is literally life's manual. No, everyone is like going outside of the directions and their self-help books. You know, reading other books besides the Bible, you should do. They're like, oh, you said what? You should only read the Bible, Carolyn. No. You shouldn't. You should read the Bible and apply it to your life. But there are other wise books by wise men and women of God to read, to help build you up, to help encourage you. But it says in 20, get all the advice and instruction you can and be wise for the rest of your life. So with all instruction, with all advice, you will be wise for the rest of your life. And that is Proverbs 19, 20, that I am... Reading out of. So we have to diligently study the Word of God and apply it. This right here is a book of advice and an instruction for us diligently seeking the Word of God. And when you diligently seek it and fill yourself up with the Word, wisdom is applied to your life. Number three, request wisdom in prayer daily and repeatedly. And that's what I'm dealing with today is that it needs to be a prayer point, not only during this prayer and fasting, but throughout your entire life, throughout your entire year, throughout your entire week, throughout your entire day. Um, Asking for wisdom, Proverbs 4, 6 through 7. This one I typed out. (laughs) Don't reject it or turn away from. He'll give Oh, shoot. The word ask is in it again. Oh, Tiffany thought something was wrong. (laughs) Heart failure in the back. Heart failure in the back. Um, uh, Proverbs 4, 6 through 7. Don't reject it or turn away from. He'll give what we ask for. Right there. That's the importance of being specific in your prayer. Like I told you, it's something I pray over my kids every day, from the moment they were in my womb to the moment they were in their bedroom, and still to this day, I ask the Lord, give them wisdom beyond their years. They will not be like everybody else. They will be smart. Oh, let me tell you. When I'm out <laughs> everybody like, "Oh great. When I'm out in public, I'm dealing with some people that I'm not even sure how they first filled out the application. <laughs> Who knows how that even happened? or got a call back, or got a job. And so I'm always telling Maddie and Brooklyn in the car because they're with me and they see this and they see my face and they see the patience that comes over me from time to time. And uh, I'm like, you will never, you will never be like that. Right, Maddie? Yes. Yes, she says yes. I always tell them, you will never be like that. You are gonna be wise, you're going, to be, you're going to have knowledge. You're going to be smart. You're going to think out of the box. These are all things promised to us. Ask and you'll receive. You're going to remember that word, ask, for me. So just keep asking. Be clear what you're asking for. All right, number four, be a God-fearing person. This is how we get wisdom. Number one, we ask the Holy Spirit. Two, diligently study God's word and apply it. Three, we're going to request wisdom in our prayer daily and repeatedly, and we're going to be a God-fearing person because it shows us in Psalm one eleven ten. And actually, I go through the different versions, and this is the one that I picked out that I liked, and it's from from the ESV. But it says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." Psalm one eleven ten. This is how we get wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who, those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. What does it mean to have fear of God? The fear of God. Or God, God, you know, the God fearing. Everyone is like, okay, he's out to get me to try to make me a better person. Everybody has the, you know, the idea of God's up there with like a lightning bolt s- spear getting ready to head down and get you for every little thing. No. To 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 have a fear of God is to have a awe, a reverence, a respect. You know, <laughs> you you know like if the president was to come into the room that you're sitting in right now, things would change drastically. I'm pretty sure you would be upset because you're not dressed properly. I'm pretty sure that you would be like standing up, greeting him, like where's the coffee, where's the tea, where's the water? I mean, like it would set you into that type of um, uh, mode when someone as a man, just an earthly man comes into the room let alone the fear of God, we should have that awe and that respect uh, for him as well. So to be a God-fearing person, it says in Psalm 111.10, I'll read again, the fear of the Lord, the respect, the awe, the submission. Okay, I know in 2021 that word's very bad, but actually it's very good. (laughs) Hey, here's the thing. Whenever the world tells you, let's pretend it's opposite day, okay? Remember that in high school? Opposite day. So whatever they tell you, it's the opposite in the word of God. See? See how this works? We got this world. We're going to show you who's black. Opposite day. So they say submission is bad. We've got all these feminist movements. We've got all this. I don't even know. I think gross things that are going on with well, whatever I'm not getting into it but you know you've heard the word submission and it you've trained it in your mind that submission is bad but respect on submission that's all what it means to fear the Lord and to get wisdom you have to be a God fearing person um, because when you do what it says here uh, those who practice it have a good understanding that means you're following following the Lord's teaching. You're obeying his commands. When you obey his commands, you're going to live free from sin. You're not going to want to sin. You're not going to be like everybody else. You're not going to have setbacks. You're not going to have struggles. So you've got to obey his command and be a God-fearing person. Number five, ask. I know that word. Ask <laughs> faithfully. That's like something I go by because, listen, I, when I... I um, book a lot of travel, I do, I, I, I. whatever I do, whatever I do, I have this mentality of asking. Um, I'm not that annoying person that's like, <sighs> not that annoying Christian that's like, I'm a Christian and you're a Christian, so like, what's my deal? Do I get 50% off because I'm a Christian and you're a Christian? It's like, n- no, that's not how it works. Like everyone, everyone's always like that. Like Christians will look for Christian businesses to do business with because they feel like because I'm a Christian and you're a Christian, I automatically get a coupon. (laughs) Like an automatic coupon, right? Because I'm a Christian and you're a Christian. No, that's not how it works. Um, (laughs) How I got off on that, I guess it's just in my mind. Um, But we're going to ask. So. What I do is I do ask. When I travel and stuff, I've had great favor with things that we do with this ministry and in our own life because I ask. The, what is, what's the person going to tell me? No? Okay, well, then I'm, I'm still going to do what, I'm, what I was asking you for. But I'm going to ask, and I've had a lot of favor that way. And so you have to be specific. Ask faithfully. You want wisdom? Ask faithfully. Um, James one five through six and eight. If you we we read this before, but I'm going to read more of it. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask Him, okay, this is the key. When you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Be faithful when asking and praying for wisdom from God. You have to be able to cast all of your doubts aside. If you read, if you look right now and you turn to Proverbs 3, what is that entire chapter? um, I don't have it up, but what is that entire chapter titled? Trusting the Lord. Trusting the Lord. You've got to be, um, you've got to ask for wisdom faithfully. Right here. Trusting in the Lord. Read chapter 3 later today, but you will see that when you ask faithfully, he's not rejecting it, but you have to trust in the Lord. Um, don't, don't be asking for wisdom and disobeying his commandments because it's not going to work. You're going to ask faithfully, and then you you know it's like a negative, and you cancel it all out. But trust in the Lord and ask faithfully. You want wisdom? He's going to give it to you. But stand on it. All right. Be prudent, the Bible says, and Proverbs eight twelve, Proverbs eight twelve. So, how do we get wisdom? And like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, take these seven that I'm going through, and then go back and look and see um, other ways. How do we get wisdom? And what does wisdom do for you? What does it provide for you? When you get wisdom, what else should you have? Here's wisdom, and then there's, a, there's like a, a trail of things that come along with it. Go down the line and see what is given to you when you receive wisdom. So number six, be prudent. And I was looking that up because I was like, well, maybe not everybody knows what prudent is. But I, the definition is acting with or showing care and thought for the future. So we live in a, um, I don't know why, I literally was like sitting sideways facing the window. So we live in a society. <laughs> I don't know, I kept twisting around and then realized I'm going to be looking backwards at the camera. Soon. <laughs> we live in a society of, I'm like slowly turning around, <laughs> of instant gratification. We live in this like, if we don't get it now, we're missing out. If I don't, if I don't make this decision right this second, I, um, I'm going to miss out. The fear of missing out. Isn't that a thing? FOMO. Fear of FOMO. FOMO. Fear of missing out. It, it, and right here, the Bible says in Proverbs 8.12, which I'm already in Proverbs, so I'll go read it. Um, I did the ESV. This is the NLT. It says, I, wisdom dwell with prudence. Dwell means to live there. Wisdom lives in showing care and thought for the future. That's what the definition of prudent means. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. So having wisdom, um, that was Proverbs 8, 12. Janine, just so you know, Uh, just because you wrote 12. Just, it's eight twelve, so you can find it. So, wisdom is the ability to make good judgments. Practice prudence, Practice showing care and thought for the future. Not everything has to be a quick decision. Seek the Lord on it. Seek what He has you to do. You know, if um, you know the the more you know, and the Word of God says, you know. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the more you know, the better your judgment will be. So the more word you know, you'll have better, better uh, common sense, better, better to uh, figure out what you have to do. Uh, some things you need to, like we talked about yesterday, let the Lord speak to you. Shut out everything else around you. Just like I said at the beginning, take these 21 days. Let it be the, the stretching back of the, oh, shoot. I said catapult, but what is this again? Slingshot. (laughs) Speaking with my hands. Or a bow and arrow. For all you hunters, we're pulling back the arrow slowly and we're getting ready to shoot you. I kind of like that better. It's a little more dangerous. (laughs) And so be prudent. Wisdom is the ability to make good judgment. You don't have to be hasty in everything. God is speaking to you and he wants you to make wise decisions. He's going to tell you something, and you're going to line it up and get the green light in your spirit. But not everything has to be so quick. So many people make bad decisions. Then they get to a spot, and they're like, guess I heard wrong from the Lord. It's like, you didn't even hear the Lord to begin with because you just made a decision out of a quick, fleshly feel. like he wasn't even involved in that decision and so the decision won't be blessed and you know you're gonna have to ask the Lord hey where did I mess up let me get back on the right path but listen don't don't blame him we have to take responsibility for the things that are happening in our life I, I know that seems like such a basic concept as a Christian but so many people go through things and God is blamed left and right and we have to take the responsibility. you have wisdom, it dwells with prudence. you shouldn't be making bad decisions you don't need to make quick decisions and have them be wrong that that's not what happens when it comes with wisdom you 're not making bad decisions when you 're full of wisdom um, and then number seven uh This is the last one I have, but like I said, there are more that you can study this out, but let this be, you know, notes that you have down, and then you go from there. I just decided to pick seven. And the seventh one that I chose was preach and practice the Word of God. What is number five again? Number five, (laughs) today I numbered them. Yesterday I did not. See? Wisdom I learned and I applied it. <laughs> uh, number five was ask faithfully. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to say all of them in just a minute in order. Uh, preach and practice the word of God. In Colossians 3.16, it says, be the manifestation of God's wisdom. Be The manifestation of God's wisdom. How can we be a manifestation of God's wisdom? It tells us in the rest of Colossians 3.16. It tells us, do not just learn God's word. It's not enough to just read through the Bible and have it memorized. That's not enough. That's great. That's knowledgeable. But it's not enough. It says, but also preach... And practice it. Colossians 3.16 Be the manifestation of God's wisdom. Do not just learn God's words, but also preach and practice it. So you have to make yourself substantial with the word of God. You have to um, uh, let people around you realize the wisdom of God and Christ that's in you. How can you do that? How can it be evident that you have wisdom? It says all through Proverbs, um, wisdom deals with nothing. If you look with this, with arrogance and evil men and, you know, hate, hate pride. It says right here, <laughs> just happening to look down, Proverbs 8.12, I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where discover knowledge and discernment. All who feel, fear the Lord will hate evil. That's why I, this is wisdom, hate pride. Arrogance, corruption, perverted speech. So when you preach and practice God's word, there should be an evidence of um, self-discipline and compassion and kindness and love and provision and knowledge. And, you know, the people around you uh, need to realize that the wisdom of God, uh, which is Christ, is inside of you. People need to know it. We have no business, no business looking like anything that is an example of the world. I should not look like a hot mess. I should not um, uh, be failing in my job. I should not have a bad marriage. I should not have disobedient bratty uh, kids running around, I should not. I should not have um, uh, no friends. I I don't need to look like the world. I should not be sucked dry of joy and peace. And I should, you know, I shouldn't be uh, full of fear. All of that is a representation of the world because the world is of a different kingdom. It is without Christ. So with Christ, we should look different in all areas of our life. I, and then now, more than ever, I want to look nothing, nothing, nothing like the world. Don't even just take me out. Um, so wisdom, I'm going to end with Proverbs 8:18. 8, wisdom uh, opens the door. For other blessings from God, like I read at the beginning, unending riches. Listen, when you have wisdom, honor, wealth, and justice are mine to distribute. When you have, when when you uh, receive this book uh, that you ordered from Ted on Fasting, he puts a really cool story in there of this guy who literally had nothing. um, And in one moment he asked, specifically to the Lord and said, Lord, you know, this is a thing I'm familiar with. Give me a God idea. And in, and in that moment, just like Solomon in a dream, it came to this man and he now has a multi-million dollar business. How simple was that? He literally asked, like laying in bed, not, you know. Working uh, 45 hours in one day. I know that's not possible. There's only 24 hours in a day. So 23 hours in a day. (laughs) I just wanted to exaggerate. Isn't that what some people who speak do? Um, (laughs) You know, 23 hours in a day. No, he was laying in bed and simply said, Lord, you know my gifts and talents. And this is what you can say. Lord, you know my gifts and talents because you deposited them in my spirit. So, Lord, give me that God idea that I can implement and and tell him what you're going to do with it it's not about being like, because you want multi-millions of dollars. You know, when I pray to the Lord and say different things like, Lord, give me wisdom, give me ideas, you know, and everyone has different seasons in their life. Right now, my season is getting my kids through school and (laughs) doing things like that. But when I have some more free time and different things as, you know, I'm here on the earth until the Lord comes back for me, I'm always going to be a flowing avenue of income and wealth into my life and into my family's life because I'm asking for wisdom and I'm asking the Lord, let me implement these God ideas. And that's what you need to do. You say, Lord, I'm asking you for wisdom, Holy Spirit. And those are the seven things that I I went through. How do we get wisdom? We ask the Holy Spirit, diligently study God's word and apply it, request, ask, wisdom in your daily prayer life and do it repeatedly. Four, be a God-fearing person. Five, ask faithfully. And six, be prudent. And seven, um, practice and preach the word of God. Practice and preach what you read in this word of God. But look up other things. It talks about being humble and considerate and peaceful, and that's how you get wisdom. There's so much to the word of God and what we can learn, it's endless. And so I challenge you today to take what I've told you today and extend it, make it, do a deeper study and anything that you hear on any of these broadcasts, don't just end it at at 12 o'clock and be like, well, I got my fill for the day. Take it to a new level, because like I said, However you want to look at it. Catapult, slingshot, bow and arrow. It's a pullback right now. Not a setback. So I want to make sure everybody's clear on that. This is not a setback in life that I'm talking about. This is a pullback of this 21 days that we're setting a time to say, listen, my flesh, shut it. Shut it. My spirit man, speak. Flesh, shut it. Spirit, man, speak. What are you saying to me? What are you asking me to do, Lord? And that's what we're going to get with our wisdom. Is that we're pulling this back right now. We're on day five. Keep going. You're getting that tighter and tighter and tighter. And at the 21-day break, I can see it flying, whether it be the arrow, the rock on the slingshot. It's a launch that this fast is doing to us. That's how I envision it. It's a launch. And we have to be ready because when things are going fast, everybody knows when you get busy and things around you and stuff's going fast and you almost feel a little overwhelmed, but you're not going to feel that way because we're getting ready. We're running right now in 2021. And as we're going in this launch, we're going to have the right answers left and right. God wants me to do this. I can do that easily. He's sending this person into my life. I'm receiving this. I take that word. It, it confirms in my spirit. It, quick, a snap of a finger. This is what this fast is all about. It's imperative that you do this fast, and that's putting away the food. I don't want to hear about anything else, you know, Daniel fast this, veggies this, I'm fasting social media. We're doing a full fast, and I encourage you, you can do it. You can do it. It's a command to do it in the Word of God, and our self-control and our self-discipline is going to kick in, and that is what I'm believing for you. So I'm getting ready to pray. And we're going to ask the Lord for wisdom. We're going to ask him for it in our lives. While I'm praying, you pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray and just lift your hands there and say, Lord, Lord, use me in a mighty way this year in 2021 like never before. Lord, in the past, you've given me ideas. You've, I've heard suggestions in my spirit to do this. And say, Lord, I'm going to implement them in this year. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. It may not look like I have, you know, the correct resources right now to step out, but I don't have to have all my ducks lined up in a row because wisdom is what all I need. Wisdom is going to take me. Wisdom is my steps. The next path is wisdom. This step is wisdom. Okay, here's wisdom here. It's like a stepping stone and the rest is going to follow. He's going to give it to you. He's going to give you wisdom. And so... Heavenly Father, thank you for each and every person watching. Thank you, Lord, that we are asking you for the wisdom of God in our life. We're not gonna look like everybody else. We're not making the same mistakes. Wisdom is with us to the very end. Thank you, Lord, that we are all wise beyond our years. Lord, that the, the ideas and the gifts and the talents that you have uh, imparted into our life come to pass in 2021. It will benefit my family around me. It will benefit myself. It will benefit the unsaved. Use my wisdom, Lord, to bring people into the kingdom, to show them how different it is to live for the Lord, that supernatural wisdom overtakes our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for each and every person that's joining us on this fast, Lord, that you give them strength like never before. And when their flesh starts to kick in, their spirit man rises up and shoves that flesh back down and says, nope, no, I am in charge. Thank you, Father God, for each and every person. We have authority over the things of this world. We have authority over the enemy, for you have given us all authority. That we step into that right now as a foundation. We step into that. We are a rock, like the Word of God says, that will not, that will not be moved in 2021. Thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for joining me today on Wednesday. I don't even know the date because it all flows together in my life. Um, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to give. So into what we're doing with Miracle Word Ministries. So into the children uh, that we are feeding each and every day. So into Miracle Word Kids. So into the ministries that we have, Nonstop Mom. So and partner with us and help us you know push this gospel forward this is not a time to be relaxed to have a setback this is not a time to just be in chill mode we're not in chill mode now the Lord gives us rest. We can be busy and do great things for for God and feel the rest of God on us. But this is not a time to not be the biggest givers that we've ever given. Challenge yourself right now in 2021 to be the biggest givers. Listen, when the world last year said, you know, you're going to have to stop traveling, this and that, I set our faith, Ted and I set our faith that we would still outgive in 2020 than we did in 2019, regardless that we were stuck at home for a few months, regardless of what the world was saying. Because, like I said, not a part of this kingdom. My bank account is not attached to the things of this world. I have a heavenly bank account, and I have access, and he's going to take care of us. And so hook up with us. Hook up with us. Pray and ask the Lord what it is that he wants you to do into Miracle Word Ministries. I'm believing for the biggest things I've ever believed for this year. I know that businessmen and women and individuals are going to give the biggest one-time seeds ever into Miracle Word Ministries. We're getting ready to go on television. Uh, I think it's like 180 million homes that it's going to go into around the world. And that is a big step for us. But God's called us to do it. And he gave us this place that I'm sitting in right now to not just sit here and do these morning broadcasts every day. That's not why he gave this to us. He gave this to us as a station to get the gospel out to the nations of around the world. And and then some, because I've already told you I'm believing for the space next door. Actually, I'm believing for the building, but you know, (laughs) don't want to make everyone nervous that's working with me right now. (laughs) No, they're all attached with this vision. I would never have people working with us that don't have the faith and the vision Uh, that's in unity with ours. So blessed by the people that work uh, with us here at Miracle Word Ministries. But what you are doing helps us push that forward. God's given us a a command, and we're we're going forward. We're going forward no matter what anybody says, but I want you to be a part of it because you're going to attach your seed, and you're going to be blessed for it. So I love you so much. Thank you for being with us. A couple announcements real quick. Make sure you do the Miracle Word Kids uh, Bible Reading Mission. It's free, miraclewordkids.com. Get your kids involved reading the Bible, understanding it. Uh, We've got questions uh, that I attach to the reading so so they know what they're doing and what they're memorizing and what they're reading. It's important that you... Um, not just read it, but also take action in it because action is good for your memory. Action is what brings it back to memory. Um, The Bible reading study that we're doing for 90 days, you can uh, go to miracleword.com forward slash study and you can uh, read the Bible in 90 days with us. That's a free resource. Just go on there and uh, put in your email. And uh, we'll send that right to you to your um, email and my husband's book. (laughs) Everyone's tired. Um, The Complete Guide to Biblical Fasting, his new book is available. Uh, If you don't want to wait for it to come in the mail and you don't want to wait for it to come from us or Amazon, you're more than welcome to get it on Apple Books or Amazon Kindle so you can get it in a digital version or hard copy, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) But anyway, thanks for joining. Thanks for sewing. I know a lot of you um, partner with us. I know a lot of you... um, don't always do hashtag donate you do a lot with cash app and venmo and paypal and online so uh, we are praying for you we are appreciative of you and we love you so much thank you for standing with us as we stand with you and um, ted will be back tomorrow uh, live at 10 30 in the morning and i will see you maybe friday or next week you know when he's back he might not let me back on the No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I love you guys. Have a good rest of your day. Remember, be strong on the fast.